The Supreme Court gives us a major ruling on vaccine mandates and personal liberties, and we are back for another episode of the Hammer Time 1987 podcast, joined once again by the Patriot Garrick Wright. Oh boy, SCOTUS. (laughs) We're going to talk about SCOTUS, we're going to talk about our president who looks dead both physically and politically. He might even be more dead politically than he does <laughs> yeah, physically. Who would have thought that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> talk about the never-ending COVID-19, but maybe some positive news. And then I'll also talk about some, uh, I guess we can call this segment, Around the Horn, certain people that need to be talked about. Oh, that should be fun. So why don't we uh, start with that, since we can kind of get into the groove of it. Uh, Bob Saget, he uh, passed away recently, 65 found dead in a hotel room in Orlando. You know, when I first heard that, I said, he's a celebrity, dead in a hotel room. It's got to be drugs and alcohol. Apparently not. What do you think from this? Uh, I don't know. Well, he did just have his booster. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, actually. <laughs> and I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> so you think it could be related to the vaccine shot? Uh, yeah. Because we don't know his... Well, he could have, a, you know, cholesterol or heart issues that became apparent with the booster. What, what I... Yeah, it, it could be. Um, I, I had heard that they did an autopsy, and they, they say that it wasn't drug or alcohol-related. Um, so... I, you know, and, and I mean, they hardly ever hide these things right. uh, for celebrities. So, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, it's too bad. You know, my, my memories of Bob Saget, of course, are Full House, but also America's Funniest Home Videos. Yeah. Which, uh, my mom was actually watching America's Funniest Home Videos when they chimed in. Really? Get, yeah, she doesn't have very good TV. Yeah. <laughs> like, what channel is that still on? <laughs> With Bob Saget. <laughs> uh, someone else is doing it. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, and she said, oh, it, the, the, they look so serious about it, too. And that they, uh, you know, she she thought that, you know, Biden had died or something. Like, <laughs> well, wish celebration. <laughs> yeah, you know, we sure wish. But, um, no, and then... Yeah, it was for Bob Saget. It's like, well, you know, he, he's he's kind of big for the family right. of funniest home videos. Yeah. Um, and and I also will say that apparently he had been enjoying life. He had mm-hmm. got just gotten back into stand up and everything, and was uh, yeah. enjoying himself. And yeah. so, yeah, there's no thought of suicide either. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's why I, yeah, it's possible. Right. Something booster related. Yeah. Vaccine related. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've never seen Bob Saget do stand up. I've heard he's very funny. Uh, I, I don't think so. I mean, he's very. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's actually quite filthy. That's what I've heard too, yes. Yeah, so, um, you know, America's dad. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. kind of funny. But, um, yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't find him all that that hilarious. But um, yeah, well, yeah, can't but please it, everyone. So. No, you can't. <laughs> we all have our own thing. 
Yeah, last thing about Bob Saget, his wife is uh, quite a looker. Mm-hmm. Uh, 20, 25 years younger, something like that. Ah, well, good for him. Yeah. Well, it was. I could understand what he saw in her. Very good looking woman. Yeah. So. And now she's probably pretty rich. <laughs> I'd say so. <laughs> I wonder what you're implying, Garrick. Maybe that she took him out. No. <laughs> You cannot collect on life insurance if you kill your spouse, just in case anyone's wondering. So, yeah. Well, you have to prove it, right? That well, you, you, yeah, I mean, you can't be found guilty of homicide and then collect on life insurance. Yeah. Doesn't mean people don't try to do it. <laughs> right, <Yeah. up. laughs> right, right. So, <laughs> um, going around the horn here, Matt Walsh. Matt Walsh is a writer for the Daily Wire. He's uh, kind of the... I think he's Catholic, but he's kind of sort of a very uh, religious person. Yeah. And he says a lot of good things on cultural issues and things like that, so I enjoy that. But he, he goes, he doesn't really go after people. He says he doesn't understand why Republicans or conservatives are building their own social platforms because it would just create you know, an echo space, a big bubble where it's just conservatives on the site. And he thinks it's better to be on Twitter because at least he can he can use their platform and just get his message out there and force them to hear it, which I get. But then what was ironic is that he was censored uh, yeah. because he was going after the trans yeah. ideology. And I'm like, but that's the whole point. You don't have a message if you're censored. Uh, so, I mean, what do you think? Do you think that we should be building, when well, we already are, but do you support the idea of building our own s- separate social media platforms? Um, I, I'm, I'm good with the competition. Um, <clears throat> one of the things that I'm kind of surprised about is how much, is how little censorship has gone on on social media. Now, a lot has. Yeah. Um, but I, I guess I was thinking, I, you know, they kicked Trump off. Right. And then, but, I, yeah, I think that that was... They, they got a lot out of their system on that one. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people I listen to, they'll get suspended for you know, a few days or whatever, and then they're allowed back on, like Matt was. Right. Um, but, and it will seem somewhat, like, okay, it, yeah, it seems a little uh, trivial what they do, because uh, you know, he'll say this, this, and this about a topic, and they'll be fine. And right. then he'll say essentially the same thing, but for whatever reason it gets flagged, and they so. But at least it, it's still getting out there. I think there's still a lot of good content on Twitter. Um, people that I like, I do go to their Twitter feed. I I, I tried Parlor at the very beginning. I tried Gab and all that. I I don't know. I'm not big into staying up with all these different things yeah but it is nice to have sort of a built-up apparatus yeah. separately um i will say that as far as getter goes joe rogan he that's right mm-hmm. he's what they're called them grifters and I, I don't know what the deal is with getter <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know if you've been on getter i but, have not no um i know of it but uh so I, i'm okay with all of the above okay uh, yeah. Kind of, kind of like our energy policy. 
But yeah. no, uh, windmills and, yeah. and solar panels are stupid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Twitter has the biggest market share, so I get why people are on there. But I, you know, even for this podcast, I post snippets of it on Rumble and on Parler. I don't do it on Twitter because yeah. um, I don't like them and it might be censored anyway that <clears throat> they would find us. So um, Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I think it's good that we have alternatives. All right, how about our last person around the horn here is Bill Walsh, who was the great coach for the 49ers back in the 80s. Mm -hmm. uh, I was watching a documentary on Joe Montana on the Peacock Network, mm -hmm. and Bill Walsh was talking about Joe Montana dropping back in the pocket, and, he's, and I'm quoting him sort of verbatim here. He's like, when Joe Montana drops back to pass in the pocket and you see the footwork, you see the mobility and the vision in the pocket, it's sexual. It's sexual when Joe drops back to pass. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I was not aware of that. <laughs> and so I was thinking, like, I wonder for these football coaches like Belichick and Bill Walsh whether football is uh, essentially a replacement for sex. Well, you and I played high school football. <laughs> and Did you I, find it sexual? <laughs> in a BDSM sort of way. <laughs> um, yeah, I, but you know, I, I definitely think that some, uh, yeah, some of the folks uh, on the coaching staff probably got, yeah, maybe got a little bit aroused with it. <clears throat> Boy, that's too bad. I, I thought Bill Walsh was. Uh, yeah, one of those guys you could have looked up to, but I guess these. <laughs> <laughs> well, he didn't exactly say that he was molesting Joe Montana or anything. He well, no, but he's, he's. But to describe it that way, that sounds like something that yeah you, know, you might hear nowadays, uh, and and you think to yourself, oh yeah, back in the day, you would have never heard something so ridiculous. Yeah, well. <laughs> It turns out, uh, maybe <laughs> we've been uh, really weird people for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. um, and speaking of things that uh, we haven't or you wouldn't think would happen, if you went back and watched a pregame show for football, you know, 20 years ago, I mean, it, it was mostly men and former players. Yeah. Uh, nowadays, you turn it on and there's these blonde bombshells and brunette bomb, blonde bombshells and all these really good-looking women and um, I, I, I don't I mean I don't really care about these people anyway but it's like it's like the sport has been feminized a bit but I don't know do you do do you think it's a bad thing that you have these really good-looking women being sports announcers and posting these shows and stuff uh, so I, I will say that yeah, back in the late 90s, early 2000s, I did watch these things quite a bit. And I remember they, they had some, uh, <clears throat> they had a, some good looking women to uh, add mm -hmm. to things like, uh, I forgot what her name was, Jillian something. She was like the, I think she was on the Fox uh, pregame show. Yeah. And she had, um, and she was the weather babe. Oh. And, uh, oh boy, she was, a, she was a looker. And, and they'd have some, some ladies on the sidelines too that would interview. Um, so, you know, I, I, I'm good with that. Um, okay. But, uh, you know, now it does sound like there's some, it, it, here and there there's some 
analysis coming from women, and I don't yeah. see what the point of that is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I mean, this to be isn't... fair, I don't see what the point of the analysis from the men is. Right. Oh, okay. Okay. That's true. Right. Yeah. Like uh, I said, I don't have respect for these people anyway. So whether they're male or female, but yeah, um, it's just that it's noticeable that you have like if there's four people, there might be two women on the panel with two former players. It's like, oh, okay. Huh? Yeah. It's like, you know, what could you possibly know about it? Right. You've never played it. Right. At, at any level. Right. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Uh, so that's good. all right. All right, let's get into some uh, big stuff here. The Supreme Court ruled, uh, really, I think one of the most important cases potentially in our lifetimes, even if it doesn't seem that way, but I think it might be on the vaccine mandates. Before we get to the actual ruling, though, they had these oral arguments, and the lawyers from both sides, the lawyers from the government, the lawyers who were opposing the mandates, sort of making their case to the justices. And uh, Sonia Sotomayor, <laughs> the liberal justice appointed by Barack Obama, she um, she actually says things that are factually wrong. Yeah. Factually wrong. But by a long shot. Yeah, not even close. To justify her legal rulings. And um, uh, so, for example, she said that 100,000 children were in the hospital with COVID and um, said some other really outrageous things. These are supposed to be the smartest people in the country. They're clearly not, at least not Sonia Sotomayor. No. no. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, she, the idea that she has this great legal mind, I mean, that certainly doesn't seem that way. No. Um, and I have to tell you, I listening to a lot of these schmucks, I, I'm not... <laughs> I find that most people that we're told are the smartest people in our society are really the biggest idiots. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Or they're not using their intelligence one way or another. It doesn't help. Um, yeah, she, she said that there were 100,000 kids in the, in, in the hospital, like the ICU or something. Yeah. And it's like, and I think that somebody said it was, I think it was under 10,000. Um, yeah. And that, I don't know, like, hospitals are overrun and all that, and that the vaccines would, uh, they, they prevent that. All the while, people were, were, were being inundated with people getting Omicron. Right. <laughs> people who have been vaxxed and boosted. Right. It's like, well, okay, even if what you said were true, there's actual proof right now in front of your eyes in real time that the vaccines don't work at all <laughs> I, I, so right. I, I, yeah exactly yeah and the the liberal justices they didn't make a single constitutional argument they didn't say anything that involved the constitution or civil liberties or legal rights it was all Policy. This is what we think should happen. We think everyone should have a vaccine because we think it'll help people. It had nothing to do with if it's legal or not. Yeah. They didn't make a single legal argument. Um, Which is supposed to be legal scholars. Yeah, that's it's not too surprising. I mean, this is we we know that progressives don't care about the Constitution. Wrong, right? Um, it's. Um, yeah, it, it, what, what's more concerning is when the so-called conservatives don't believe in the Constitution either. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so that, that's not too shocking. Um, but you're right. It, it, 
they acted like is a good policy, is a good right. medical policy, right. um, rather than as a constitutional. Yeah. So we there was two rulings that were issued. One was uh, the ruling on Joe Biden ordering OSHA to enforce a mandate on private employers of 100 employees or more. And then there was another uh, ruling on facilities that receive federal funding uh, that are medical in nature. And we got a split ruling. So the first one on OSHA was six to three. All of the quote unquote Republican conservative justices voted to strike down the mandate. Mm. Um, That's a great, I mean, it never should have been brought to the court anyway, because there should be not even the thought of having a vaccine mandate, but it was a good ruling. Right. The other ruling, though, uh, looks like John Roberts and Brett Kavanaugh got kind of cute. Brett <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kavanaugh that, is cute. <laughs> it was a five to four ruling in favor of upholding the mandate. And I guess the reasons that were given was, number one, the rule allows for medical and religious exemptions, uh, number one. Number two, hospitals, I guess, have a history of mandating vaccines. And um, the third one was because you take federal funding, the federal government has a say in how you do things. Yeah, and that's scary because a lot of places take federal funding. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, if you take federal funding, it's basically you're a slave. Yeah. To a degree, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, anybody who works in Medicare, so insurance companies and, yeah, it's, it's... which I work for one. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, yeah, it's, it's, which I understand, that, that is, I guess, where you get into a little bit of a tough case is the fact that prior uh, vaccines have been mandated and that's okay. But I, I'd, I'd like to point out the fact that this hasn't gone through the typical FDA process. Right. Um, right. It's still emergency authorization only. I know they said that it was approved by the FDA eventually. That was a lie. And right. It's, I, I don't know why the, <laughs> nobody reported it the way that it actually happened, but everything is still only under emergency authorization use only. So I, I, I think that if that's the case, we should not be mandating it in any way. Right. No, that's exactly right. And uh, I'm sure Sonia Sotomayor and Alega Kagan and uh, Justice Breyer all think that it is FDA approved. So, Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> not very smart. When <laughs> Kagan was probably looking at uh, Sotomayor and lusting at <laughs> <it>. oh, <laughs> Gross. I remember when uh, Kagan was first brought to the public and the Obama administration made the point to say she was not gay. <laughs> Translation, she's a lesbian. She's <laughs> Nowadays, they would have had a LGBT parade for her. So. Yeah, how things have changed in 10 years. <laughs> yeah, no. um, well, I would say, generally speaking, pretty good from the court, although I think it could have been a lot better. And boy, I feel sorry for you if you're a medical worker in a federal facility. So. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about uh, the COVID here, Garrick. It looks like the tide is turning. We mentioned that earlier. Um, the government finally came out after two years of us talking about this, making a distinction 
of dying with COVID and from COVID. (laughs) (laughs) And they estimated that 75% of the deaths reported were from people that died uh, with COVID, not from COVID. So you think of that number, 75% too high. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty amazing. And I think that they said that the average, that, that most people who die with COVID, they have COVID plus four comorbidities yeah. and they're over 75 or something. Yeah. Like that's, that's your average person dying from COVID. It's, so you have, you have COPD, diabetes, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh Arthrosclerosis right. and uh, and and high cholesterol and yeah. and COVID, you have a heart attack or something and yeah, yeah. they yeah. say oh yeah you die from COVID it's yeah. like okay that's what we had to shut down our economy for right. and it's just it's just that they maliciously lied and covered it up for well, now for years. Um, just to advance their own political agenda. And you still have people believe them and trust them. I know, it's pretty amazing. It's It's like, you know, being thrown into a concentration camp. It's like, well, you know, the Nazis are still doing a good job for us. Like, what? Right, yeah. It's all all of the people who don't get it yet, I kind of want to show them how much uh, Dr. Fauci makes. Very wealthy man. Yeah, and that probably doesn't include the underhand stuff from the pharmaceuticals that he gets. So. Oh yeah, I bet he gets. I bet he gets financial blowjobs <laughs> left and right. <laughs> <Ew>. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we also saw, I believe you had mentioned to me in a text message, the NCAA now recognizes natural immunity. Yeah. <laughs> Another way of saying we don't want to test our players anymore, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's amazing. It's a a major uh, organization right. that you know this is part of tearing down the system. This is how you know this is happening. I mean, we're yeah. I, I think that uh, a lot of places have lost money doing this, and they can see now. I I, I really do think Omicron was just. A godsend. I mean, it just showed a lot of people that this isn't something to stop your life for, and the right. vaccine's not helping you anyway. Right. And what? Let's get back to living a somewhat normal life. I, I really do think that kind of by summer we're probably talking about a, a kind of a return to normalcy. We've, we've thought that before, but yes, that's what I'm <laughs> But we're actually, yeah, we're seeing signals. And we are. Yeah, from, right. from places on the left, too. Right. So. Right. Uh, who knows? Maybe you and I will actually be able to see a, a game in uh, the arena downtown one of these days. <laughs> Not that I really your luck. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and there was even something today I saw on Twitter, I think, that the CDC, I don't know if they publicly admitted it, but they maybe put it in buried somewhere on their website or their, their documents that cloth masks do not provide any protection against transmission. Yeah. And uh, Rand Paul was like, are those YouTubers going to come over and you know apologize to my ass or something really funny like that? <laughs> so 
the the tide does seem to be turning and uh, I noticed that a couple like three weeks ago or so uh, the the um, medical expert on CNN she mm -hmm. used to, she's mm -hmm. Asian chick and she used to be the CEO of Planned Parenthood <laughs> of course uh, so <clears throat> but she did state that cloth masks are nothing more than decoration and so it's like okay that's when I first saw the yeah. crack I'm like we're pivoting here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you still see people walking around with stupid cloth masks on. Right. Yeah. I, the last couple of days, it's been like zero degrees here in Buffalo. So I've actually haven't minded because it helps keep you warm. Right, yeah. <laughs> but, uh. I saw a lady, on the way here, I saw a lady driving by herself with a mask on. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, it's weird stuff. I'll tell you. Um, Some cultists. Speaking of weird stuff, the President of the United States, uh, man, that guy is in all sorts of trouble politically, physically. He just is just a mess. Um, yeah. So a couple of weeks ago, Manchin said, I'm not voting for the budget. So that kind of killed the budget deal, the BBB, Build Back Better. Yeah. So then they decided to pivot to voting rights. <laughs> and Biden goes to Georgia. Of course, they really love Georgia. And... Uh, he starts basically starts shouting and screaming like an angry old man who has dementia about how if you don't support the Democrats bill to, you know, make mail-in balloting the norm, then you're a racist and you're a part of Jim Crow. Yeah. Uh, even some Democrats were like, that was not a helpful message. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said that he got, he got Obama out there to say how racist the filibuster is and all this kind of stuff. Even though the Democrats use the filibuster all the time when Republicans are president. Yeah, and I think they just did, like, this last week. Yeah, they so. did it for Ted Cruz's bill on Russia or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, um, but Cinema, uh, the bisexual senator from Arizona. Good-looking one, too. Yep. Yeah, she uh, says she's not going to change the filibuster, and so the voting rights bill is basically dead, too. That's good. Um, you know, going... Going back to Matt Walsh for a second, <laughs> uh, one of the things that he likes to say is every time he hears about from Democrats that there's an attack on voting rights, he gets excited because he believes that there should be limitations <laughs> on voting. Yeah, and um, and hey, I have to say I agree. <laughs> I I get it, although I'm like, okay, who's going to make the, uh, the 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 literacy test a board of education? You know, chances are like. It's definitely something that I wish that they had put into effect back when we had yeah. control of things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it would be interesting to see how we could... I mean, I think, for example, maybe voting shouldn't be allowed till 21. I mean, we don't need high school kids voting, that's for sure. Yeah, they're idiots. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, well, anyway, there's different things I'd like to do, but... I don't think they're ever going to happen, so... No. I'd, no. I'd like it if you don't work. You don't don't work, don't vote? Yeah. What about retired people? Maybe yeah, if you it, get... If you have a certain number of years you've worked, maybe? Yeah, you know, if you've... You've worked le and it made retirement legitimately. Okay. Um, then, yeah, I... Plus, old people vote Republicans. I'm okay with that. Um, 
but yeah, people just sit on their couch and get paid nothing, get paid to do nothing. Yeah, I don't think you should be allowed to vote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> but yeah, so going back to Joe Biden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he is. Um, he is just so feeble, and when yeah. he tries to act like he's not, he looks like a complete asshole. Yeah. And yeah. he has, I, I've seen, I think his approval rating is in the mid to low 30s, depending on what you look at. Right. And I, I kind of wonder who these people are that do approve of him. I, I don't, can't imagine, but... Yeah, I mean, this is about as bad as you can get. Mm-hmm. And so they're even trotting out uh, Hillary Clinton as a possibility. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure she, Hillary's calling and like putting that stuff out there herself. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, if Biden can't do it, I can step in. <laughs> and, and you know what? That brings up another Matt Walsh point. Of, uh, <laughs> we need a uh, age limit. <laughs> All right, the presidency. <laughs> I think that's a good idea. But you know what? As bad as Joe Biden is, apparently his approval rating is still higher than Kamala Harris. Yeah. <laughs> she is the dumbest person. Yeah. I think. I I think has ever been in Washington D.C. and that's saying something. <laughs> At least some of the people that are dumb are are sort of vicious political operators like Pelosi. Like, I think Pelosi's probably dumb, but she's vicious. She's, yeah, she's vicious. Um, and she, it, it propels her over right. uh, her, her stupidity. Right. Uh, right. Kamal Harris is a timid idiot. Correct, yeah. Um. <laughs> the cackle. Cackling Kamala. <laughs> Do you imagine if it's Trump versus Kamala Harris in 2024? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that would be fantastic. <laughs> I mean, fantastic in a lot of ways. It's kind of terrifying in others. but <laughs> Yeah, nobody's very impressed by you. Kamala, people, women like you would come to my office, they'd get right on their knees. <laughs> when you were running for Senate, you were in my office begging me for a donation. <laughs> Kristen Gillibrand, she would do anything, and I mean anything, for a donation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a classic. <laughs> oh, the Donald. Um, well, let's just, for the sake of the conversation, do a little bit of uh, devil's advocate here. Biden, as you mentioned, approval rating in the 30s. Everything seems to be going wrong. High inflation, most inflation since the 80s, labor shortages, supply chain shortages, the virus. Uh, of course, we had the debacle in Afghanistan. There's issues yeah. in Russia now. But maybe you could argue, okay, well, he's at a low. He probably can only move up higher, right? And maybe if things turn around, the economy turns around, there's no foreign policy things that maybe he could come back. Do you see any possibility of a Biden comeback within the next two and a half, three years? Uh, uh, no. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> well, the other problem, of course, for him is he has no charisma. 
you know, if he was Obama or someone with political skills, maybe you could envision something. But um, I, I think, um, you know, one of the things is on the economic front, they would actually have to change right. what it is that they're doing. Uh, they'd have to start drilling again in this country. No. <laughs> um, as they'd have to, I, I'm guessing that the reason people aren't going to work is somehow they're getting paid by the government to do things, even though I've heard that payments have yeah. stopped, like COVID payments have stopped. But I, I mean, people have to pay somehow to live. So <laughs> they must be, get, you know, so if they don't get people back to work, force people back to work, I, I don't, <clears throat> yeah, I don't see how anything improves. Um, I mean, inflation, hey, you know, and, and this isn't all Biden, it's Trump too. I mean, my goodness, the, what they spent uh, oh, with sure. COVID, uh, but it, you know, Biden continued it. Uh, right. th there's really nothing that would suggest that that's going to ease. There's talk about raising uh, the interest rate, which is right. necessary, but I Right. That's probably also going to slow down the economy, maybe. Possibly, yeah. Um, so, COVID, I mean, obviously, I, I think they're going, I, I think what they're doing is pivoting to put put on Trump as a failure. Right. Um, so, and, and that might work to an extent, but I, I have no idea, at least for the midterms, there's nothing... Uh, that I can see what they can do. Luckily, they have Republicans who are <laughs> yeah. not very good at politics. Uh, <laughs> but even so, I the we're, some people think that we're over. We're looking at something even better than uh, the contract with America. All right. Um, right. So, yeah, I, I I don't I I don't and the and you know what Joe Biden. He's old. He's not coming back. He's not going to get. <laughs> he's not getting sharper. <laughs> so, yeah, I I think that um, I think everybody in the Democrat Party is looking at how they can replace him. Can he even make it for the rest of his term? Oh right, yeah. Uh, so yeah, there's there's no coming back for Joe. Yeah, they, I think that's probably right. Um, they need to pump him with a lot more Ritalin. That's all I can say. <laughs> pump him with cocaine. Yeah, may as well. Yeah. <laughs> someone, maybe it's Ritalin. Um, someone said that Ritalin is basically speed. Like it's a, they call it, you know, like Ritalin is a pharmaceutical drug, but on the street it would just be like a, a, a type of hallucinogen. Uh, yeah, uh, or some uh, whatever I don't know whatever term you want to, but it's basically a street drug for all sense and purposes. Yeah, I guess kind of like morphine versus no. heroin. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and we pump our kids with that. Yeah, because they uh, don't want to sit and read about transgender stuff. Yeah, pharmaceutical companies that we should trust them. Yeah, <laughs> thank you, Pfizer. <laughs> uh, Derek, how about our last topic before we sign off? Uh, there's been hearings on January 6th, or maybe 
different people have been questioned. Ted Cruz got in trouble. We talked about that last time with Tucker Carlson, but then I guess Cruz got the message. Yeah. And he started to ask people some questions. And there's the story of Ray Epps. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Ray Epps is on January 5th, the day before, he's on video encouraging people to storm the Capitol. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody around him is like, no, no, fed, fed. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, fed, 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 fed. <laughs> And he's like trying to quiet him down and stuff. It's, and then on the day of January 6th, he's like at the front of the line of the people who are trying to break the thing. And he's like whispering something to somebody. And uh, he ends up on the most wanted list Yeah. for six months, which I'm sure, of course, they knew where he was. Not like it's hard to find these people. But he was on the most wanted list. He was then taken off the list. And now the Department of Justice... And the FBI, they have no information about this man. They don't know who he is. So he clearly works for them. Yes, he was a Fed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's just that it's so obvious they won't admit it. Like, we have video evidence of you. Yeah. Well, you know, they're, they're, they're used to lying about things that we know happen. Mm-hmm. Now, look at what they did with the election. Oh, yeah. Garrick, it was right down the middle, that one. Yeah. Right down the middle of the sewer. <laughs> um, um, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, uh, it is kind of funny. And uh, all I can say is I'm really glad I didn't go to uh, Washington. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, they're, they've, they've captured people that didn't even walk through the building. <laughs> I was thinking about that, though. If, you, if we had gone, I don't think we would have left Trump's speech early. Because a lot of that stuff happened about 30 minutes before Trump was done. Yeah. So we may not. We may have just been on the outside looking in, but still. Um, now, do you think that you would have? Uh, well, you see everybody going in there. Do you think you would have gone in? I think if if I saw a lot of people going in and they were just letting people in, I probably would have walked in. Yeah, I, 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 I've kind of thought about that. Like, I don't know. Would I go in? Like, I don't know. Am I allowed to go in? It's right. It's quote unquote the people's house, but. Obviously, you know, I never think to myself, I can't just walk in there, right? Because right. people security. in Congress yeah, yeah. do that. <laughs> yeah. You know, they have snipers on top of the roof. I've been there. Uh, yeah. For what it's worth, Alec Jones was apparently there that day and told people to get the hell out of the Capitol with a megaphone. So I'll tell you, that guy's the smartest person yeah. I know. <laughs> um, actually, one final thing. Nudists. Oh, we cannot leave this podcast without talking about nudists. Yeah, it's a new uh, new thing for you. I thought it was a mutual thing. A new interest. <laughs> oh well. Uh, <laughs> well, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> You're more interested by the trans. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're a little bit more interested. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. So the Garrick and I watched a. A video or a movie on Amazon a couple of weeks ago called Act Naturally. Yeah, very bad movie. Um, well, poor, poorly written. <laughs> um, Why do you write a movie about nudists? But okay. <laughs> not, not the. <laughs> you didn't like the screenplay. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> I didn't find it very compelling. <laughs> Very high expectations, <laughs> but I it, it was I, I thought it was fun to watch. Yes, yes, and they do show 
um, as well. Yeah, they do show some nudity. They did show a flash of some guy's penis. It was, <laughs> it was pretty funny. Yeah, the uh, well, those, those of you who want to check it out yourself, called Act Naturally, and I don't remember if we bought it or rented it or what's for free. I don't remember. But uh, you did. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it was only two ninety nine. <laughs> but it's the idea that uh, these two girls who are not biologically related, but they're sisters, their father passes away, the father had owned and operated a nudist colony, or nudist resort, and then they get to inherit the nudist resort, so they show up and, of course, they're normal people, and then they feel weird about taking their clothes off, and then in the end, they sort of end up enjoying the lifestyle. Right, yeah. Um, But uh, one of the things about nudist resorts is that they often will say that clothing is not optional. Yeah, yeah. So I assume that those you did research subsequent. To a, a little bit, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, and uh, there there are nudist colonies somewhat nearby. Yeah, there's one in Syracuse, New York. There's there, also one in uh, Saint Catharines, Ontario. Canadians, I could definitely see that being a thing. <laughs> I'm surprised Buffalo doesn't have one. I'm sure there might be some underground places. Oh, I'm sure there are underground places. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, it kind of makes you, I don't know, want to go. Yeah. Uh, which brings up the next point, which is uh, some of these places are very selective about who they let in, and they have the very specific rules about how you're not supposed to gawk at people's private parts. Well, that's, yeah, so you can't be aroused or disgusted. Yeah, which... Most of the people that I've seen in nudist resorts, you probably wouldn't be aroused by. You're right. More, <laughs> more disgusted. But it's just like you walk up there and you see like someone who looks like Danny DeVito, and you're like, "Oh my god, your dick! Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> it's like, "Oh, that's gross. Where is it?" You know, just <laughs> or you see you get a woman whose breasts are hanging down to the ground, like, "Oh god." Ah. <laughs> uh. Now, now, when you say that they are selective about people they let in, um, what do you mean? So they do a background check. Uh, They want to make sure you don't have any criminal records. That's Uh, good. They do call references, which I'm fascinated (laughs) how that phone call goes. (laughs) Oh. Hey, Garrick, your friend Adam uh, wants to become a nudist. Uh, What can you tell us about his character? (laughs) I wonder if they call your workplace. We interview your neighbors, and uh... <laughs> your neighbor wants to be a nudist. <laughs> Boy, Gross. that would really open some eyebrows. Out of yeah. <laughs> and then they do an interview process. I don't know what kind of questions they ask you. I was thinking that the interview process. I wonder if you have to be naked, like sitting in a circle with a bunch of other naked people, and they ask you questions. <laughs> It's like the exact opposite of getting on a suit and <laughs> yeah. a job interview. Like, not sure which one I'd rather do. <laughs> so, Garrett, tell us what your biggest strength is. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'll tell you what it's not. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so, yeah, they do have a process, and I guess they if, if people misbehave, they'll kick you out, and they... You know, they take it seriously. 
All right. Well, you know, that's good. I, I'm glad that they have standards. Um, they also have some standards around children because some people take their families there. Apparently, if you um, are seen near a child and you're not the father or the mother, uh, that's a big no-no, apparently. Okay, good, good. Um, so they try to make protections in that way. Uh, but, yeah, you know, it's just like when I was texting you, like you imagine like playing tennis and, you know, having your balls stick to your leg and stuff and trying to move around like that. And <laughs> just so weird. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, you're... <laughs> I don't know, you're, you're pan frying something, <laughs> the oil splatter. <laughs> that would have hurt. Yeah, you spill hot coffee. <sighs> yeah. Uh, going back to the thing about children, I, I will yeah. say that that sounds reasonable until you think to yourself, the mother and father are the ones that brought the kids to a nudist okay. camp. <laughs> so maybe maybe we should let somebody who's not their parents near them. Um, yeah, so we'll see if we can find some more documentaries and movies on it, and we'll see if we can fill in some of the blank spaces. Uh, I know that one of my... Uh, friends out in Las Vegas who I met, she had mentioned that if it was up to her, she would be naked all the time. Mm. So. And this is somebody you'd want to see naked? Yeah. Yeah, nice. So. Well, maybe uh, she should go to a colony. Well, she'd be a prized possession there, so. Yeah. Be hard not to have a boner the entire time. <laughs> I wonder if I'd be too nervous, though, to be aroused, like, even if it was, like, a bunch of really good-looking women, like, I'd be like, oh, no, I'm so scared. Uh, I'm sure after a few days, you'd be like, oh, it is what it is at this point. It took you five days to get a boner. <laughs> no, it's better than some other times. <laughs> no. All right, folks. Well, I think that's it. Let us know what you think. Always happy to take comments and your questions, and uh, I guess that's all. Hillary 2024. Yeah.